Hey everybody, this is Dee Dee LaFrac, and this is your daily unfiltered podcast, San Francisco Dam, coming from the downtown Tenderloin District of San Francisco, California. And I'd like to say thank you for subscribing, thanks for listening, tell your friends, and check me out at San Francisco Dam on Twitter. There you can talk to me, and I'd love to talk to you, and I do love talking to you. I am not wanting to spend much time talking about this outrageous junkie apocalypse that has exploded in San Francisco since shelter in place, which was March 17th, and today is June 17th. So what have we there? March, April, May, June, four months of junkies gone wild. I mean, goodness gracious. In other podcasts, and thanks for listening to them, I have suggested that you check out apps where you can see it live in real time what's going down in San Francisco. Check out Citizens app. I got a I got pinged the other night. Some knuckleheads broke into the Walgreens at Vaness and Eddie. Live video. One looked like he was starting to pray. You know they street hustlers. They you know lie. They say it's their first time. They talk about God. Yeah. They are pathological liars and kleptomaniacs. And then there's SF311 app, where more neighborhoods, as I did predict in several podcasts, and the podcasts are so easy to binge. And I really want to thank everybody that appreciates these podcasts. I hear that I am giving people a voice to speak up for themselves. I am self-advocating as a psychodramatic performance art. I have an artistic background in doing this type of thing. So I'm basically doing this for me, but I am happy to be of service if that is what is going down. However, I am not a mammy. (laughs) I have to keep saying that. I'm not a social justice warrior. I'm not a sister soldier. I'm not here to protect everybody, as so many black women do. They put themselves on the line for people who don't even reciprocate with a basic thank you. I just like to demystify myself. I've got some cornbread in the oven, people, and it smells good, homemade. So, I'm talking about the San Francisco man again, and being a sexist, womanist, bohemian trophy widow, I'm straight. I met my husband, the late, great Richard LaFrac. I met Richard up on Haight Street. I was dancing. I used to be one of the, um, like a free-range chicken, free-range new wave dancer on the stage at the I-Beam Legendary Club. I went to the I-Beam to dance. And I met Richard there, and it was love at first sight. He said he saw my silhouette. I was uh, anorexically thin at the time because I was anorexic. Then, cute girl, looked like a string bean, looked super young for my age. I was super young anyway. And he had these big, dark eyes and handsome, gorgeous-looking face. And um, we became soulmates, and I was there when he took his last breath. Anywho, the point of this short format podcast is, in general, I think the San Francisco man... The straight San Francisco men, not the primary bisexual ones, 
in my opinion, the bisexual San Francisco males are more duplicitous. They aren't honest about their sexuality. They're basically gay, but want to use um, straight women at to, to get straight privilege. Now, people can lie and say there's no such thing as straight privilege. There is, which is why a lot of men that are gay and bisexual are in the closet because they want to keep that straight privilege. Hey, I don't make the rules. I'm just discussing them. I've had experience with San Francisco men, my dates over all these years of living here. And I, I'm saying in general, um, the San Francisco man, besides being a little passive aggressive, I did speak about him before in the uh, Dirty Pants, Passive Aggressive, the San Francisco man podcast. <laughs> I talked about that, but I'd say they are verbal power bottoms. Now, these are primary straight guys. I'm speaking about when I say that that is like a kink or fetish term I'm not necessarily kinky or into fetishes but if I was I wouldn't be talking about it on a podcast I'm speaking more esoteric here when I say that the San Francisco man is a verbal power bottom they're a little sneaky they a lot of them want a woman to approach them I've noticed that throughout my dating life young middle-aged Across the board, they sometimes act passive. That goes with the passive aggression. And they want women to chase them. And when they get caught, they're calling the shots. That's being a power bottom. They want the woman to be like a kitten with a whip. Fake dominatrix. But everybody knows the bottom is the top, which is why they are verbal power bottoms they pretend like oh my god she's making me do all of this but they are the ones that are really calling the shots i was talking to a girlfriend and she met a guy and they were doing the video chat thing and they finally got together and she said he told her uh keep in touch <laughs> i said yeah he's a power bottom and i said he's not that into you and she says why why are you saying that i said Anytime a man tells a woman to keep in touch, he's putting you in the friend zone and he's also wanting you to do the work. He wants you to chase him. He's not that into you, but if you gave him the kitty, he would take the kitty. And as I was describing this guy, she's like, you are right. That's what he is. He's a verbal power bottom. And I said, girl, then what are you going to do? She's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> hey. Sisterhood is powerful, people. Now, I've got that cornbread in the oven, so I'm probably going to wrap it up in a little bit because I can't really beat a dead horse on this topic, but I, I can't speak another. Let's see. I'll speak for another minute on this topic. Being a verbal power bottom, that's a guy who says, oh, I don't want to. Let's not rush things. And then he gets you all hot and bothered. And then he starts like stage managing your sensuality or guy who's a verbal power bottom will pretend like he's busy. He'll tell you how busy he is because he's trying to neg you. You've heard of negging. Pickup artists, they neg women. I'm busy. So you can chase him. And then you come over his house and drop down on his knee, your knees for a man. And then he'll say, oh, that was beautiful. I loved it. Hey, by the way, I got to get up in the morning for a call. Can I call call a car for you? That's a verbal power bottom. 
and they love the idea of complaining about women being in charge. Underneath it all, the verbal power bottoms aren't really into the women that they are manipulating. Remember this, ladies. This is basically like dating advice podcast because it's so nice to talk about something besides all these like wacky junkies being enabled by the homeless industrial complex here in this ever-changing city of San Francisco. So people, it's time for the cornbread to get buttered up. That's right, buttering up that cornbread. You know what time it is. You know where to reach me. I thank you for listening. And guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn.